0: bye and welcome to Flips philosophy. With all that we do, may we do it with introspection, inclusivity and inspiration. My name is Felipe Masonette, but you can call me Flip. This is my first podcast and I'm excited and definitely a little uh, nervous, but I hope that at the end of this podcast, this segment you feel inspired, uh, more knowledgeable, and definitely encouraged. I just want to say this, my perspectives are by no means the views of any institution in which I work for or represent. Now today's episode is going to be about institutional violence and racism. Reason why I chose this topic as my first topic is because this is the experience that I am living up to this day. And given that it is black history month, we have so much rich history and culture because I, myself, as a fellow Boricua, I am mixed with African, Taino, and European blood, and I am so happy and proud that Afro-Latino and Latino or Latinx culture is also part of Black history. And so I know that this topic about institutional racism and violence could be heavy, but it's also a very important topic. And I want to be the one to share my personal experience. And later in other episodes, in other parts, I will be having special guests come on the show so they can share their experience with institutional violence and racism. So just to give you a brief idea of what institutional racism is, it's also known as systemic racism, which is a form of racism that's embedded in normal practices within society or organizations. It can lead to such issues as discrimination in criminal justice, employment, housing, healthcare, political power, and education, among other issues. But I really wanna focus on the education part today. Why? Because I am a 37-year-old college student. Yep. I just recently graduated with my associate's degree in June of 2020. I was valedictorian student speaker, I was uh, received honors for Delta Alpha Pi International Honor Society. I'm also part of the Communications Honor Society. Um, so I definitely am proud and happy to say that I'm the first generation to graduate and receive a degree, and I can't wait to further my education. Now, growing up poor, being a cis, gay, Latinx man, I definitely have had my share of institutional racism, violence, probably since grade school. I have been told by those in institutions that I was stupid, incapable. I was told by those in institutions that I was wasting my time. That there was no hope for me, all because I was Latino, or all because I was poor, or all because I was gay. Could have been because my parents were poor, could have been because I struggled a lot as a kid. And so, financially, Emotionally, mentally, culturally. It was beautiful, but it was difficult growing up. Bittersweet. And so... I walked into this broadcasting class, mad excited, really happy. Like, yeah, I'm gonna get hands-on experience. I'm gonna really, you know, I'll meet some new amazing people, and you know, and really just take this class and this course and apply it to my professional and personal development. I had no idea that I was going to experience a nightmare. Shut the fuck up is what my professor said to a student, a student of color, a female who was a Muslim. I was in complete shock. The entire classroom was in shock. I mean, this professor who happened to be a male white professor just had this thing where he felt like he wanted to always share his personal business with the class, he would use urban vernacular and try to compare his life to urban life and, you know, try to earn cool points with his students. I'm a 37 year old man. See, I'm not a traditional college student and I've lived a little bit. I have some experience or a little bit more experience than some of my colleagues. I lived a little, I've experienced a lot of different types of situations where I've had to really um, control myself and restrain myself. Why I say that is because when you are dealing with institutional violence and racism for a very long time, it becomes traumatic. Things become triggers. And yes, I've struggled with PTSD. I've struggled with depression and anxiety. Why? Because of the inequalities that I've had to face growing up being a gay Latinx man, a poor gay Latin X man. And both my parents, neither of them got anything more but an eighth grade education. And you know, or we all know, that in these unprecedented times, we've had to deal with a lot of discrimination everywhere we go. We've seen it with our government leaders, we've seen it with our neighbors, we've seen it with our police officers. So, these things are real. These situations, these unfortunate, sad problems that we're dealing with is systemic, it's embedded. When the teacher in my classroom spoke to the woman, the young woman, the way she, he did, it showed me his privilege. He felt like he had the right and the audacity to speak to his students the way he did. He did it a second time, but this time he spoke to me in a way I never thought he would, especially being that I was you know, a student that was engaged. He and I were around the same age, so I thought that they would be maybe just, I guess, some level of respect, though everyone should respect everyone. doesn't matter what age you are. And yet, all I hear while I'm speaking to my group in the middle of a project is Felipe, callate la boca, which means Felipe, shut up. Now, although I may be a gay man, although I may be a Latin gay man, I still grew up in a very hyper-masculine and machismo culture. And unfortunately, I had to unlearn some of these behaviors. But what you don't do to a fellow Latin man is embarrass them and call them out in front of a whole bunch of people. I don't think you should do that to anyone. I think it's wrong. I think it's embarrassing. I think it's degrading. And as professionals or as people, we should be able to have conversations and not yell in front of an entire classroom or a group of people. He didn't give me that courtesy. He did not give me that respect. When I tell you that my whole entire world stopped at that very moment, it took every God from every religion known to man to restrain me because I wanted to cuss him the fuck out. Oh yeah, I wanted to send him where the sun don't shine. But do you see, that was part of the plan. When it comes to black and brown students, It's very easy to fall into behavior patterns that would pretty much put your ass in jail or make you lose your opportunity. I had to learn through my experiences to really think about my actions before I reacted. I've always led with love. I always. Care for people, respect people. If you know me, you know that's true. I love when people are happy, I genuinely am. I love differences, I love diversity, I love culture, I love people. I even used to tell the professor, I used to email or even text if I was gonna be five minutes late to class out of respect. I used to help my fellow students in, 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 in school. You know, a lot of them were younger than me and disenfranchised and struggling. I would feed some of my classmates. I would give them supplies. And my professor would see this. He would see the community that we were trying to build and keep together because a lot of us come from really humble backgrounds, But this dude did not give a crap about me or his students of color. And you know, that day I won, it was the beginning to a winning battle though. I felt embarrassed. And my anxiety started to kick in. And in that moment, I was sweating. And the entire classroom was staring at me when he told me to shut the fuck up. But I kept my composure. I kept my composure. I looked at him straight in his his eyes as if I was the exorcist. And told him, as you were, professor. As you were professor, for the rest of the class, for the rest of the time that we were there, no one said a damn word. no one had a question. No one uh, made a move. I'm telling you when I tell you when that when it was time to leave, everybody got up. I left first. And when I tell you that I was so sad and so broken because I have had not been embarrassed in front of people like that since I was a teenager, maybe. Coming from. A professor. A privileged guy from Williamsburg who. Has a nice house and graduated from Brooklyn College and has a great career for himself. And I'm sure his parents have a great career for themselves. And I'm sure he had the silver spoon handed to him. And look, when you have been blessed since you have been born, that is to be appreciated and to be grateful for. But your white ass is not going to get me. And you know what? I realized that I am better than I used to be. And I am not what he thought I was. And I am not a damn statistic. And so what I did was I reported his ass.